Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5. We're actually in the middle of a story, if you remember from yesterday, or whenever it was you listen. I know a lot of people listen to these podcasts in batches, shall we say. It's one reason I keep them under 10 minutes, to where you can grab 10 minutes here, or if you get a little behind or you got a different type of workflow in your life, you can listen to two or three or four in a row, right? So I want to go back. I think we covered the first eight verses of Mark 5. Let's go back and read it again and set the context, and we'll keep pressing on. So they came to the other side of the sea into the country of Gerasenes, is what verse 1 says. So it's Jesus and his disciples in the entourage. Verse 2, when he got out of the boat, immediately a man from the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. And he had his dwelling among the tombs. And no one was able to bind him anymore, even with a chain. Because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been torn apart by him and the shackles broken in pieces, and no one was strong enough to subdue him. Constantly, night and day, he was screaming among the tombs and in the mountains and gashing himself with stones. Seeing Jesus from a distance, he ran up and bowed down before him, and shouting with a loud voice, he said, What business do we have with each other, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you, by God, do not torment me. For Jesus had been saying to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. So again, we see what's happening. Jesus comes up on the shore. This guy who uh, has demons in him. So again, I really, really encourage you to be able to draw the distinction between the individual, the human being, and the demons that are driving him and are saying these things to him. So often we want to point and think that person is worthless and nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, And so this demonic person comes running to Jesus, bows down before him, okay, calls out who he is, Jesus, son of the most high God, and then he begs him, he implores him by God to not torment him. Well, Jesus wasn't there to torment him. What was Jesus doing? Jesus just got out of a boat, right? But he'd been telling when the guy came up bowed before him, he told the demons to come out of the man. He said, come out of him, you unclean spirit. Well, the spirit's putting up a fight. Verse 9, and Jesus was asking him, what is your name? And he said to him, my name is Legion, for we are many. So is Jesus asking the demon his name? Or is Jesus asking the man his name? You know, hang on a second. My sound system over here is acting sort of weird. Let me pause for a second. I'll be right back, okay? Okay, I'm back. Start talking about demons and your sound stuff starts acting weird. (laughs) That happens all the time, folks. Seriously. Uh, We don't know. Uh, From the balance of the account, we know that he's speaking to the demonic stuff, okay? The demon must have known it too because he responded. (laughs) The guy didn't respond. The demon did. And he said, my name is Legion, for we are many. And Legion is a large group, okay? And he began to implore him earnestly not to send them out of the country. 
that's verse 10. So that first he is this demon, the lead demon or whatever, is imploring Jesus not to send them out of the country. Now, there's all sorts of interesting questions that arise from all this, okay? And there's also all sorts of interesting things you need to be made aware of. A lot of times people think that when you're dealing with demonic things, that you have a supreme power over them if you can name them. And that's not what this passage is saying, okay? It's not that if I can name the demon, then I have power over the demon. That's, that's a very common thing, by the way. No, that's not at all what's being said right here. You can't do anything about a demon anyway. It's only the power of the Most High God. It's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that can cast them out. This also shows us that Jesus, as totally God and totally man, that's what it's talking about in Philippians, that the Lord had set aside certain things. In this account right here, he didn't know the name of the legion of, of the demon he was dealing with, apparently. Okay, Or it could be that he was making the, guy, the demon say his name. Okay, Regardless, Jesus wanted to know the name, and he says, we're a legion, we're many. Which is interesting. It doesn't really give the name of a particular demonic entity. It's more of a description. He describes him as a whole and doesn't give a name per se, right? But then he's, he's begging Jesus, hey, don't, don't send us out of the country. Well, why is that? Well, because these demonic things like to be in certain places. They like to be in organic entities, preferably human beings. They don't want to be out in what the Scripture calls the dry places, outside of an organic body. What are these demons I mentioned, I think, in the previous episode? We're not quite sure. I used to think that they were the, uh, the angels that went with Satan. Okay, the angels that rebelled against him. I'm less inclined toward that now. Okay, I'm far, far more inclined to the understanding that the that demons are the disembodied spirits that came out of the offspring that we see in Genesis six between the sons of God and the daughters of men, and these offsprings were the giants in the land, the mighty ones, the Nephilim, this type of thing. Okay, and that when they died, they really had nowhere to go because they're not of heaven and they're not of this earth either one. And so I think there's some strength to that understanding. Uh, regardless, they love to be in uh, organic bodies. That's the reason that they did what's next. They said, don't send us out of the country. Verse 11 says this, now there was a large herd of swine feeding nearby on the mountains. So that tells us a lot about this region that is predominantly Gentile region because Jewish people were not going to be swine herders, Right. So verse 12 says, the demons implored him. You know that word implored right there? Isn't that the third time we've seen it? Yep, verse 7, verse 10. Now verse 12, the demons are imploring. They're begging him, saying, send us into the swine so that we may enter them. Notice that they knew that they could not do anything or go anywhere unless Jesus told them to. Jesus was telling them to come out. They didn't want to come out, but they knew they had to come out. Now they're saying, do we have permission to go into these pigs over here in these swine? Verse 13, Jesus gave them permission. So these demons come out of this one guy, and coming out, the unclean spirits, plural now, entered the swine. And the herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea, about 2,000 of them, and they were drowned in the sea. 2,000 head of swine rushed down the steep bank into the ocean, into the sea. 
often I'll have a lot of fun with this and people go, oh, that's horrible, that's horrible. But you remember it. This first case of suicide. <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that horrible? The first case of deviled ham. Yeah, there's all sorts of bad jokes to go with this. But it's not a joke because what happened here? This guy, the demon said, oh, there's legion of us. There's legion, okay? Looks like there were. You know, if you have a demon for each of 2,000, and more than likely, more than one demon went into each one of these things, okay? So what was the response of the people? Well, they you can imagine they were freaking out. Verse 14, the herdsman, the one over the pigs, ran away and reported it to the city and in the country. And the people came to see what it was that happened. Well, you reckon? Yeah, they did. And you can imagine the uproar of all this. See, the herdsmen are simply the herdsmen. They're likely not the ones who own these pigs. The owners would have been really, really hacked off. Well, I'll tell you what, my time's done for today. We'll see what happens next in this out of Mark 5. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.